Welcome to In the Garden with Keith Ramsey from Garden Supply Company in Cary. And uh, how did you first get into gardening and, and all this? Did it happen as a kid? Yeah, both of my both of my parents garden, you know, and they they made us work in the yard on Saturday. So it turned into something that I really enjoyed doing. You've been doing to make a career out of it. Yeah, well, it, it's working out. Uh, Twenty three years at uh, Garden Supply Company. Uh, we're going to talk about. Um, Particularly, uh, a lot of uh, transplants coming into the area, and maybe not familiar with uh, uh, the soils that we have. So, let's talk about uh, what is uh, uh, really different about North Carolina soil versus other soils. Yeah, so North Carolina and Virginia, probably the you know the most difficult thing about gardening is is the red clay. Clay is. It's actually a really good soil to, to grow plants in. Is uh, it? Yeah. Once you get the plants in there and established, they um, it holds water well. It, it holds and releases nutrients kind of an, at an even pace. It's a it's a perfect soil for growing bald and burlap field trees because the, it holds together and it's a good solid base. But it's it's difficult to dig in. And, and it lacks pore space, so it needs preparation to, to for a plant to really thrive. And what we usually recommend is is digging a hole that's twice twice the width of the plant, mm-hmm. but but the same depth as the pot, and then backfilling it and raising that plant up so that it can always get the oxygen it needs. If you put a plant in, um, which is which is not typical for like a, a northern um, planting style. You know, in, in the north, you'd want to plant it even to the ground so that it gets f- as much frost protection as it could have. Mm-hmm. Um, in North Carolina, the frost protection is not an issue. So you're, you want to raise it up an inch to three inches so that, you know, that plant can always take in enough oxygen to continue to utilize the water water and the nutrients that are there. When you put it all, all the way in the, in the ground, it's basically like um, putting a plant in a bowl of water. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, it just it drowns in that water. It, the roots are going to get soggy, and and you end up with disease, and the plant just shuts down because there's not oxygen to take up the water that's there. So, what we usually recommend is soil conditioner. It's a pine bark based product. Pine bark floats in water, so it mm-hmm. moves around in the soil. It produ- keeps keeps pore space open. It decomposes slowly into into more organic matter, so it's it's a partially decomposed soil conditioner. So you have some soil there. We also use Leaf Grow, which is a is which is a, a natural leaf compost. Um, that's a um, more of a peat like product. It has more soil, more compost in it than than what the pine bark does. But and then um, we we always every planting that we do every landscape job that we do we use biotone. Um, it's an espoma product, um, and the and the reason espoma has been around for years, but um, their product um, the, the biotone has microbes, has beneficial bacteria, has um, beneficial fungi, and so it all of that is is native is in native soil and a lot of times when when neighborhoods are cleared and and you know your soil your soil is really dry or it's kind of sterile some of that stuff you know slows down or dies out or gets pushed out with the with the new subdivision all of that stuff is beneficial to plants and and there it's you know it's found out there in nature so you're basically re-inoculating the soil um, when we plant and it's something you want to mix with that soil conditioner and the leaf grow and we always we never remove any soil we always utilize what's there you know mm-hmm. if it's got gravel in it gravel's good and if it's got clay break up the clay the clay is a great 
base. You want a, a really good mix of that um, native soil so that when the plant roots get out of that initial hole, that they're familiar with that same native soil and they'll continue to root in. Mm-hmm. We've all heard about the, the pH in, in soils, so let's go into that. I guess you don't know what that is until you do a soil test. Correct. So you're, you're basically, you're trying to re- uh, maintain kind of a neutral pH. You know, it, it, a soil test isn't something that's necessary to, before you do any planting, but it's good to have a baseline before you start doing a lot of fertilization. So, mm-hmm. you know, when you dig your first hole, you could take a soil sample. Usually I would take it from three or four holes, you know, in different parts of the parts of the yard, but so that you get kind of a, a baseline of what the, what the entire area is like. And then you can amend with lime at any point in time. So if you took a soil sample when you were doing plants or when you were put, getting ready to put a lawn in, you can always get seed to germinate without doing the lime or without doing a soil test. But, um, maintaining it and having it be a really healthy lawn is is where that comes in Um, when the ph is off um, the fertilizer is just not readily available Mm -hmm. to the plant now i guess uh, people that are coming from like the uh, the southwest uh, say arizona texas and those areas sandier soils exactly yeah so sandier soils you're always trying to figure out how to keep them how to get them to hold more water um, you know, peat is a is a great thing for holding water, and so a lot of times when people come to the area, they're like, "Where's the peat moss?" They want to plant with peat moss. And yeah, peat moss just it'll hold ten times its weight of water, and and clay will do about the same thing. So when you add peat moss to clay, you're really creating a scenario where unless we're in the middle of a drought, plants are going to drown. So break it, it is frustrating though when you you, you dig the shovel in, you hit that that. The red clay. Yep. Uh, how long does it take uh, to get in a situation where it is where it should be? Um, you know, once you've amended a hole, I mean, it's it's usually pretty easy to you know. So if we're planting annual beds, for instance, we would mix red clay into potting soil, soil conditioner, and leaf grow. You know, and then you've got a pretty perfect um, soil for for planting. When you go back to that bed the following season that soil is going to be loose and perfect mm-hmm. to plant in. Um, so, you know, if you're doing a, if you're doing annual plantings or you're doing perennial plantings and you know, you're going to be in those beds, you know, the thing to do is, is spend the money, prep the beds, build beds up. If you build a bed up four to six inches, eight inches, the plants are going to do much better. They're always going to have that nutrients and, and the, and the soil below, it's going to start to break down. Um, it's something you can dig in easily. I always say pickaxe is a is a your best friend when you're planting in clay. <laughs> yeah. um, it's and it if, you know using a pickaxe and it's it, it it sounds funny, but using a pickaxe is really it really is the easiest way to dig in clay. Mm-hmm. Um, you can hit the ground once, and you can once you kind of break that clay once, mm-hmm. um, it's almost like splitting wood. It's it, the next then you then you grab a shovel and you start digging in it, and it really does loosen up pretty quickly. And then when you amend the, that soil, it's ready for plants to go in. You know, I always say a $10 hole for a $5 plant. Right. You know, it's, it's um, don't, don't cut corners on the soil. And definitely, I, like, I wouldn't plant anything in North Carolina without biotone. Planting season, a uh, lot longer here uh, than other areas? Yeah, you can plant 12 months out of the year here. Really? Yeah, easily. 
Um, I plant most of the stuff at my house in, in June and July. Um, new stuff that's come in during the spring that I haven't seen before that I want to trial. And that's notably the worst time of the year to plant something. You know, you're getting ready to go into the hottest part of the summer. Um, but it's when I finally, you know, things start to slow down and I've got time. <laughs> you got to time. Do it. Yeah. But I, but I'm very successful with it. Um, I water probably, you know, on average once a month, I water really heavy. Um, you know, a drier year, I would have to be, I would have to water once a week. I'd have to give it that inch a week. This summer was one of those summers where it would have had to have been watered once a week to keep things thriving. But, you know, spring and fall are ideal for planting. Um, fall is perfect. It's going to require some water typically in North Carolina. But when you get to November, people are usually trying to cut off planting. They think it's going to be too cold. November through the end of April is ideal for any kind, almost any kind of tree and shrub. Um, the plant goes in, um, cold weather does not stress the top of a plant at all. Um, and, and what little bit of stress it, it has, it would be having in the nursery anyway. Um, but, a, but, but a plant, if put in in like November 1st, for instance, will start growing roots and it'll grow roots every day through the winter. And then when something, when spring rolls around, and that plant flushes new growth or goes into bloom, it's going to get a full bloom. You know, it's going to get a full flush of growth where if you, if you pop a plant in the ground, you know, mid April, that thing's going to struggle to get enough roots going to make it through summer. Um, you know, so if you can, the earlier you can get them in planting during the winter time is, is ideal. The plants are going through very little stress. Um, watering is not as, um, it doesn't have to, you know, it's not a, a, an every week scenario. Mm -hmm. You can usually water really deep and let the plant um, continue to root in. Let it, you know, you want it, you want to water deep once a week. And then as that plant starts to dry out, that's when you're going to, you're going to, the plant's going to be pushing root growth. Mm -hmm. Again, the most misunderstood about our soil is, is the amount of clay, right? Yeah, for sure. Well, if you have any questions, uh, you can follow up with Keith and his uh, uh, huge... How many people do you have at uh, the We've got Garden about Supply? 40 or 50 people. Wow. And Garden Supply Company is at 1421 Old Apex Road in Cary. You can call them at 919-460-7747. Open 9 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday 8 to 6, and Sunday 11 to 5. And if you have a question about uh, anything, uh, we talked about North Carolina soils, but uh, if you have any question at all about this podcast series, you can go to info at gardensupplyco.com uh, and the website is gardensupplyco.com. Thanks so much, Keith. Thank you. All right. Uh, one last note, too, uh, that uh, you are decorative for the holidays. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it looks like Santa's workshop there. Yeah, we always do a big Christmas Christmas display, and um, it's a fun time of year. All right. Well, it's uh, been great uh, being with you uh, again. Uh, this has been In the Garden with Keith Ramsey from Garden Supply Company in Cary.